The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Holly, do you too? He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say Menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say.
It's a sunset all around the world Searching for substance I put my faith in the most high jar To guide and protect I wherever I trod But the road to Zion is oh so rough But we not give up, no we not give up Yeah, the road to Zion is oh so rough But we not give up So I grow my dreadlocks long And I sing my rebel song We marching on Marching on, And welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. How you doing, Dr. Aloha, today? I'm good, you know, another day. Yeah, Here we are. Another day, another free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just came into Ayaterra, marching on. And we want to get right into the fact that we wanted to welcome two new patrons, Ken and Taylor. Hey, welcome. Yay. We uh, also wanted to mention several patrons that seem to have been declined this month. I've been talking to Billy back and forth, so we're going through the process with him. But we also have Ray, Lindsay, and Jeffrey. So if you guys are having any issues, please let us know if everything's okay and if we can help you get back on the patron list. Mm. We've been having problems with declines. Whether it's like credit it's card typical. declines it's, or... You know, when you get a new credit card, usually. Yeah, or the other one expires or things like yeah. that. So we're just uh, reaching out to you guys, let you all know what's going on. Okay, before we get into the news, it's Kim's birthday, but we'd also like to wish happy birthday to all the patrons we missed while we were on hiatus. Which was a lot. Which was a lot. You ready for that birthday song? Let's do it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kim and everyone else. I, when we go to Big Island, whenever that ends up happening for yeah. us, I really want to go caving with Kim. Man, she's her into pictures. It, man. I know, it's amazing. I really want to. Yeah, she's into it. Let's definitely do that. I yes. mean, we've, we've been trying to get over there for I know, a year. A year at least now. So we'll have to let her know. And uh, Pete and tiff and everybody else that wants to join us while we're over there for sure yeah right on okay so we have several breaking news stories this is a I, first of all <laughs> this show is about renting in hawaii we didn't even mention that oh yes and Important. and you know there's going to be some vital information in this podcast but there's also going to be some kind of reality checks. We've been doing some reality checks lately. That's true. So, you know, there's going to be some negative stories, going to be some positive stuff. But, I mean, you know, the whole idea is it's not all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> we got to be real with people. And that's why everybody listens to the show. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so 
The first one is Ted's Bakery is stopping wholesale of their pies. You guys, I hope you all know <sighs> Ted's Bakery because they have the best hapia pie. Chocolate hapia pie. Chocolate hapia pie. But ever. they got gr- but they have great Boston cream pie and they have great eclairs and, and cheesecake. Their cheesecake is the only cheesecake in Hawaii oh, that I think is like really good. <laughs> guava and mango yeah. and and just the most amazing cakes and they have great breakfasts and lunches and uh, but now we're getting off subject. And vegetarian options. <laughs> yeah, of course for you it has to be that. Um, but what we're getting to here is that the most important thing they sell or they make the most money off of is their pies. And now they're going to stop selling it to all the stores. So the only location to get their pies now is going to be the headquarters location across from Sunset Beach on the North Shore. Their issue, I dove into it. It was chain supply issues, but also mainly because they can't find the correct starch to make their pies. Oh, no. Did you know that? I did not. And of course, they wouldn't want to change it up. No, they don't want to change it up right now. They have to get a new supplier. Now, word is, Ukraine and Russia, both those countries supply 30% of grains around the world. So that may be an issue, especially for Hawaii. So I'm wondering if starch has been a problem because they're saying that the starch they're getting now is not holding their pies together. Oh, no. So that is bad fucking news. So they're falling apart. Oh, no. Right. They don't want that. So they said they have a good enough supply to last them if they reduce their supply chain, their supply of pies out to all the stores and just have the pies at the store, at their main store on yeah, the North Shore. Yeah. So hopefully until they can get the correct starch in again. I don't know what's going to happen. But that's kind of where we're at with that right now, and it's sad because everybody brings a Ted's Pie to a party or a get-together or a birthday party, or and now you have to go to the North Shore for it. Or at our house, Thanksgiving dinner. Exactly. <laughs> so now we're not going to be able to get that. Aww. And, you know, it's an hour drive yeah, that's to get far. over there. That's far. The other issue is, is because now that's the only place you're going to be able to get pies, one, the price is going to go up because there's a lot more pies out there being sold. That's one. The other one is, is how big is that line going to be out the door now? Oh, that's, they're both true. You know, from like, you know, Mother's Day or any other holiday or just, you know, on Saturday mornings because people get pies for Sundays because everybody does something. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be a real busy place. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. (laughs) This is not a great story. Hawaii expects more women to fly to Hawaii for abortion vacations if Roe vs. Wade is repealed. Yeah, I saw that too. It's kind of sick and twisted, don't you think? Like, well, why would they calling ad- it an abortion vacation? Why would they advertise it as that? I don't know. It's like they want to make money off it, but we're not going to get into the abortion debate because I know that we both talked about this before. I wouldn't mind getting to it, um, but it can be heated, yeah. and, and and we have people on both sides. And we don't want to like get into the big issue. And this is a this is a podcast about Aloha. So yeah, if you exactly. want if you want to get into an abortion <laughs> debate, you can email me. <laughs> but we're not going to do that. But that was just an article that came up on the news, and I was like, that was they, a title. They, that was literally they, the title. Are they being serious? They're calling it a vacation. An abortion vacation. That's sick. But anyways, okay. So that was kind of crazy. Uh, tenant and Waipahu records landlord continuously entering her dwelling without notice or permission, stealing from her, eating her food, smoking crack, 
and masturbating in her home. So what I, the hell? Yeah, I had seen this article. One of our patrons posted it. It was too. Mike and Tiff. Yeah, yeah, I had seen it before that. I didn't read the article though, or watch the video or anything. I watched the so video. So go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, I was watching the video. The guy was just he was going into a refrigerator, grabbing food, eating it, putting it back in, drinking out of the milk container. He was right in the kitchen table smoking smoking a pipe. I mean it was probably marijuana. I don't know if it was crack, but it could have been. It could have been crack. I don't know until unless they drug test him how are they really gonna know um you know then they you know they have some video of him obviously it was blacked out because he was masturbating yeah. so it's just disgusting to know that your that your rental has been violated like that your home the place that you call home has been violated and you don't want to stay there now no so i don't know what's going on with that but funny that we're talking about this story because we're talking about you know, rentals in Hawaii this week. That is and not a common problem here, you guys. <laughs> it's it's not, this is not something that happens, uh. and there's actually a section that we're going to discuss today uh, about rentals that actually talks about the law behind um, landlords entering your property. And yes. we'll, we'll get into we'll that get later that, on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, COVID cases in Hawaii are surging once again. We went from three people in ICU three weeks ago to 70 people in ICU today. Our cases also jumped from 120 cases a day to 600 a day with a positive rate, probably one of the highest we've ever had, 11% positivity rate. We had 4,500 cases this past week. I know it sounds bad, but at least it's not like back to 6,000 a day. Right. It's, so it's about 600 a day, but it's yeah, slowly going up. It, I, we, know. I mean, who knows what can happen, but... Is it still mild, though? As far as... Well... It's still mild. I mean, it was we could we could technically say it was mild when there was only three ICUs, but now there's seventy. But so clearly, people are in the hospital. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you have six hundred, well, think about it. You get forty five hundred cases in a week, so seventy in the uh, ICU. That's pretty low. That's that's not that's bad. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. And honestly, of course, it's to be expected when we finally did away with the mask policy, right? Yeah, when we did a yeah. lot, when we did away with a lot of these policies, and now people are coming on planes here to Hawaii from all over the world. That's the thing you guys got to remember. There's people from Hawaii. Everybody wants to come to Hawaii, so there's people from all over the world coming to Hawaii without masks on the planes now, and all this other stuff. So Hawaii is bound to be a festering location for people from all over the world spreading some COVID. But it is rising on the mainland too, very it is, drastically. It is, you know, and they were saying that the um, uh, Biden administration was saying that, you know, we could have 100 million cases come winter. And I'm like, okay, here we go. We're right back up to the... It's never going to stop. We're right back up there again. But the thing is, is that the, um, I think it's the second version of Omicron now, so it's weaker so, you know, I think it's just getting weaker and weaker and weaker. So we'll see. So just continue everybody out there to protect yourself. That's all we can do. And we had staff that we just hired. They got COVID. Yeah, your so, guide. Yeah, yeah. So they, so I had to go out there and work all the days. And my brother had to for all the days that they were out. They were out for over a week. Uh, they had been tested every three or four days. And they were tested three or four times. And they came back positive into the last one. So, yeah. So just be careful out there, guys. Okay, higher mortgage rates are cooling Hawaii's hot real estate market at the medium home cost as it went from 1.3 million down to 1.1 million. Wee! I didn't even know that happened. Okay, I mean... 200,000, wee! So what? It's still going to be just, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the mortgage rates are slowly going up. So um, I guess the overall cost of homes are coming down a little bit. And um, that's what I was worried about 
right now too with my mom's home that as the mortgage rates go up we may be able to get less for the home so we're really we're kind of like a little nervous right now hopefully it doesn't go down too much more yeah we'll see yeah noah says the numbers are in and the news is good the estimate that the total number of monk seals have now surpassed 1500 seals last time the count was that high was back in the 90s Amazing. So it this makes my is, heart so happy. So this is exciting. Now, the, and, and I don't want to end it on a negative, but that is the positive. And the negative of that is that three monk seals on Molokai were deliberately murdered. I know. Did, it, did you read the article? Yeah, I've been reading that. So there's an issue on Molokai because the fishermen. Fishermen have a huge problem with monk seals, especially the old traditional Hawaiian fishermen. They believe that the monk seals and this is a really good excuse because it's used all over the world in Canada and all the other places like for dolphins in Japan that they believe that this particular animal is stealing fish and food from them so they need to kill them Um, that's why they get rid of the dolphins that's why they they club the seals in Canada and all this other stuff and listen these animals have been here long before we have yeah people are not superior to animals no and humans egos have just gotten so out of control especially these days that it's really the i think the human ego is the cause of the problems of everything from war the abortion problems the freaking killing of animals and all these other things so we need to chill yeah we need to be more buddha like (laughs) zen (laughs) yeah more zen like all right we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back every day community members like you are taking action making hawaii cleaner safer stronger for everyone because we all have a right to a clean and safe environment and we all have a responsibility to pitch in and make it happen. Visit your app store today to get the 808 Cleanups app. Aloha and welcome to the Volunteer Alliance. 808 Cleanup! All right, we are back renting in Hawaii. Oh boy, here we go. And that's another thing. Sometimes I'll say it correctly, Hawaii, and sometimes I'll say Hawaii. I usually say Hawaii. Say Hawaii. Hawaii is the correct pronunciation. Yes. 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 Howleys say. Well, honestly, Hawaii. I hear a lot of locals say it too. I, damn it, you are right. I know. They shouldn't though. They but should say it with the V. It's true. Yeah, they should. So, um, renting in Hawaii. <laughs> Before we get into it. Uh, we do want to make a disclaimer, uh, though this podcast on renting will be very affordable and will help you on your journey to renting in Hawaii. It's also going to be realistic and honest, um, and the honesty of that is the future outlook for renting in Hawaii does not look that positive. So as long as you understand this and as long as you are prepared to fight for your dream to live in Hawaii, uh, it can happen. But it won't be easy and you'll need to compromise because more and more rentals will be... I mean, there's less and less rentals being available now. Yeah. Uh, as long as you have the knowledge that we provide, um, we do believe that you're going to be able to su- succeed. But it's going to be your actions. They'll get you all set and get that first set of keys to Hawaii, you know, your place in Hawaii because we can only guide you. So this is just going to be a guide, but you're going to need to take that action to listen to what we say and then get out there and find that property that you're looking for. And it's not an easy process, so you need to be patient and you need to be persistent. And you you need have to be to careful. Be. 
And we'll go through all of that. Yeah, you have to be because today, um, and we're going to get into why these issues are starting to occur here in Hawaii, but why you may need to settle, unfortunately. At least the first place you rent, you may need to settle. And then at the end of that year lease or six-month lease if you get it, which, by the way, I've been doing some research, those six-month rentals are not as easily available as they used to be and they're they're more expensive typically they're going to be more yeah Yeah. they're going to be more so more than likely you're going to end up in a one-year lease because there's just too many people that are just getting in line like you could have you know when you go to like on a sunday you go to see a house open house Mm -hmm. and it's just like there's a line of people here in hawaii that's happening for rentals now oh yeah there's people in line waiting like maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred people who are filling out applications. It's just absolutely for each, insane. For each rental. Yeah, for each rental. It's yeah. just nuts. So that's kind of where we're at. Okay, so let's get into problems with renting in Hawaii. What do you got? All right. So number one, rent is really expensive and it's gotten much worse over the past six months. Yeah, it's really gotten worse since COVID. Like the price of consumer goods, experts say the rise in rent in Hawaii is also a low supply, high demand issue where there is a shortage of total rental units available relative to a high number of people scrambling to find rentals. Yes, we're going to talk about that. We have a low rental inventory, which has been driving rental prices up over the last half year or so. Many of the renters are local and a good portion have been displaced by owners selling their homes in this hot market. But we also have many renters from out of state who are moving to Hawaii due to the rise in the work from home trend. Yeah. So this is interesting. In the University of Hawaii, economic research organization from December 17th, 2021 update. Researchers found home and apartment rents have increased significantly over the past year. Zillow estimates that the median rent for Honolulu in September of 2021 was 9% higher than a year ago. Statewide, advertised rents on Craigslist for one-bedroom units have increased by 14% over the past year, while advertised rents for two-bedroom units rose by 35%. That's astronomical. It's huge. That's for a two-bedroom. In one year, 35% increase in rent. That's fucking absurd. It's disgusting. The continued increase... I mean, e- well, e- wait a minute. Even, <laughs> even even one bedroom, a 15% increase for one person yeah. that's trying to afford rent is huge. Living alone. It's huge. Yeah. Because n- now what you just heard, they said an average of 9%, but how does, 14, how did, how does 14% and 35% equate 9%? It's bullshit. Mm. It's way higher than 9% average. You know, sometimes when these people make up these numbers, it's disturbing to me. <laughs> like, where are they because, getting it from? Be- well, it's because they deflate the numbers when they know for a fact it's higher than that. Because if you averaged 14% and 35%, you're looking at more like an average of over 20% increase in rent overall. Hmm. So I don't know where they're getting this average of 9%. It's bullshit. Yeah, I didn't dig deeply into the research at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So it's higher than that. So I uh, I don't know. Maybe they think it'll be less of a crash landing. I don't know what's I going on know. with those numbers. But the numbers are scary when you look at 30. People cannot thir- afford 35% increase in one year for not. a two-bedroom. That's insane. 
All right, so let me just finish this one yeah. up. The continued increase in rents is exacerbating the hardship for renters struggling to make payments or facing possible eviction. As of October 2021, the median asking rent on Oahu had climbed to $2,100, up from $1,700 a year ago. Yeah, I looked into those numbers too. Those numbers are bullshit too. Yeah, I was thinking. No, this, well, no. The average, the average rent right now, honestly, and this is before the pandemic, was about eighteen hundred dollars for a one bedroom. It's. Uh, well, that's true, but what I'm thinking is maybe it's not specifying if it's rent per person or rent per apartment, what, and it also yeah. could be a you know two hundred square foot studio. <laughs> but I do, don't you know. s- do you see what they do? They don't give you yeah. that part of the facts, so you don't really know. So it's skewed. Of course. Which is what I'm saying. It's but bullshit. But the point is, it's expensive, and that's a huge problem No, it's, it's, I mean, so so the difference from last year and this year is how much was it? 400 or 500 is the difference in increase? Four. Okay, 400. I know that's I know that's not right. It's it's more than that. It's like between five and $600 more on average. Our rent is going up $500. Right. So that's, it's just scary that, that I, okay, so the people who run these articles have some interest and making sure these numbers are lower than they should be. Yeah, it's very possible. It's like they're trying to cover something up for somebody. Maybe it's the politicians here. I have no idea, but they need to be a little more honest in these articles <laughs> because we're out there experiencing the situation. Yeah. It's, it's much worse than these articles are does, talking about. Yeah, they seem like very low estimates. I yeah, totally agree. Yeah. But the point is, it's very expensive. Absolutely. And that is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the next problem, and you can speak to this one from personal experience because you've helped people, including me. Yeah. It's hard to secure a rental if you're not yet living in Hawaii. Tremendously hard. Yeah, landlords and or property managers don't trust that you will follow through with your move and will be much more likely to give that rental to a local already living here. But... On the flip side, if you move here first before securing a place to live, you're likely to spend a lot of money on temporary housing, whether it be a hotel room or short-term rental, which now on Oahu commits you to a 90-day minimum stay. So the the situation with that is when I originally came here, I you know I rented a uh, you know a hotel. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking do that anymore. It's too expensive now. Oh yeah. I was oh getting gosh. a I was getting a hotel room for you know ninety nine dollars a night, and it was you know it was close to hostels statute you know but now you're looking at three hundred dollar minimum a night for a resort, to stay anywhere in Waikiki. And then on top of it, they tack on like a seventeen percent oh, yeah. tax or something. I don't know. It's it's very expensive between yeah. the taxes the ta- I can't remember what the hell the name the TAT tax yeah that's it uh, the room tax all these other taxes. If you have a car, which you're going to need because you've got to drive around and look at the different places that you may want to rent, um, it's 50 bucks added on at night to pay for parking. You cannot do what we used to do when we, when like I moved here, or even when Amanda moved here five years ago, you could five years ago rent a uh, hotel room for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That's out of the question now because it's going to take, it's going to blow through your money really quick. So you can't do that anymore. Yeah, but it's hard because if you're not physically here, it's really hard to secure a rental. And there's other issues that we'll talk about later, too. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of those yeah. things because, you know, it's best to have somebody here to go look at. Like, we, you know, we'll talk about it later, but, you know, it's best to have, like, if you're a patron, we'll go look at the properties for you. We'll get exactly. the keys for you. We'll help you secure a location and we'll find out if it's bullshit or not. 
Yes. Because we're going to go through the scams later because there's a lot of scams. It's so best to have somebody on So that's my next one. Okay. <laughs> Good segue. Yeah. Number three is a rental scams. Huge problem in Hawaii. I'm not going to go into it because yeah, you have a whole section on it later. Section, yeah. 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 But I had to mention it as a problem. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Oh. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah. Keep so going. So next I have. Because we'll talk about, we got like a half hour of scams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I figured. So next, your rent can increase with very little notice and it can increase very significantly. So again, oh, yeah. you're going to get into this later, yeah. but I just wanted to mention it because it is an issue in Hawaii. Right. So these are all, we're doing the bullet points of all the major concerns of renting yeah. in Hawaii, which is really good because that's going to open a segue into all these other things we got to talk about. Uh, but yeah, the thing about rent is it can increase anywhere from 100 to 500, even up to $800 or $1,000 yeah. just in one month. As long as they give you a 45 day notice. It's it, like, oh, 45 days, your rent's going up $1,000. Oh, okay, thanks. Yeah, I can afford that. No, you got to leave Hawaii is what you got to do because you can't afford that. It's horrible. It's insane. Oh, you got to go find roommates, which we'll talk about later. You got to go find roommates to live with because you can't afford that $1,000 increase. Right. It's crazy. So next up, in Hawaii, for most rentals, you will only sign a one-year lease. I don't know why this is a thing here in Hawaii because it's really not on the mainland, but after your one-year lease is up, it automatically turns into month-to-month. Like, I have never heard of that in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. That just wasn't, month-to-month was not an acceptable thing. So what would you do? Just sign another year lease right there at the end? Every single year. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you don't do that here. So at this point, when you're month to month, you no longer have that security because there's no lease for month to month. Later on, we're going to give you the information on where you can find all the information between landlords and tenants. Personally, for me, we have a problem here in Hawaii, and we're going to talk to it, we'll talk about it later. We have a problem with rentals and animals, and we have a problem with the rights. Um, I feel the rights of tenants. Yeah. But when you but but what they say is they say this is a friendly tenant state because in some cases you can't just kick a tenant out if they don't pay rent. I get that, but at some point you're going to be able to kick them out if you're a landlord. But there's many things that are not controlled for the tenant that can seriously hurt them, like the control of rent, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, so the yeah. other thing with the month to month is that the owner of the house that you're renting can decide to sell it without giving you much notice, which leaves you scrambling to find a new place to live very quickly. And this has been happening so much since it's a seller's market right now. Right. So that's been a huge problem for tenants and renters is that they're just kicked out because the home is sold and then they have to find another house. And because the hot market right now, owners are just getting the hell out of here. Yeah. They're selling and maybe they're going to Florida and buying a beautiful, gorgeous you know, farm or ranch because the homes are so much money here. And they're saying, I'm done with this here. Or they're going to like Thailand or... (laughs) Yeah, somewhere where they can live like, you know, they can live like kings and queens. And those homes are now bought. And maybe for a long time period, they're not on the market for anything because more than likely, either someone is moving here and purchasing the house or another investor is purchasing the house and letting it sit as an investment and not renting it out, not doing anything with it until they decide, oh, maybe I should rent it out. So it's just a, a home that's not on the market to be rented or sold. Yeah. So people, local people are scrambling to try to find another rental and there's so few available right now, they can't. Yep. And that's very depressing. And they're so expensive now. I know. So yeah, it's a huge problem. Yeah. All right, the next problem, your landlord might not even live in Hawaii. <laughs> 
you know that that's pretty like that's a 50 50. yeah it's true so therefore he or she might not be very attentive to your needs for repairs etc now i did read that if your landlord does not live in hawaii they're supposed to have a property manager right for your place correct I'm not sure if that always happens but the other thing that I wanted to mention is even if your landlord or property manager does live on island, expect a very laid back attitude when it comes <laughs> to needing your repairs. <laughs> now you can talk about this. Now we don't want to get too much details it, yeah. about it, but even if you have a local property manager, they don't get on things as, as, soon, as, as soon as the law says they're supposed to. Which I, yeah, you'll talk about this yeah, later, but yeah. I never knew how quickly it was supposed to happen. Yes, That's yes. interesting. Yes, and we'll get into that later. But yeah, so if, even if there's a local property manager nearby, usually you can't call them. They don't pick up the phone. You have to email them. You have to do things specific. And then they don't get a hold of you for days later. And by the time actually there's somebody out there, under the law, that time has already passed to get yeah. these things fixed. So locations, property management is probably the biggest one here on Oahu anyway. Yeah. And they do everything. It's all website based. So you have to log into the website and then there's like a link you can click on to leave a comment if something needs yeah. to be repaired or whatever. You put in a work order. Right. And then like a week later, they might respond to you. They might. <laughs> So your so your landlords, the owners, they're an older couple, but they do live in Hawaii. Yeah, really close by. Okay, and hers does live locally, but they have a property manager because you know they're older couple. Yeah. They need someone to manage it, and they probably have. I don't know if they have several homes. They may. Oh, uh, I don't know. They may. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know. But there's three units on the property. Right. So they're doing pretty decent, right? They used to own that themselves, I imagine. Yeah, it's, it's actually four units. Yeah. Okay, so it's all paid for. I imagine that the mortgage is long gone. Oh, yeah. You know, so they're doing really well, I would say. It's been in her family for many, many years. Yeah, yeah. Now, for me, uh, my landlord is uh, transitory, so they're kind of like in and out. They they live in Taiwan. Well, they have a place in Taiwan. They have a place here. They have a place in Hawaii, Lower Ridge. So they go back and forth, and they're usually in Taiwan a lot. So they've kind of given me and my brother the run of this place to take care of it, to watch things, to call them if they have any issues, but they're very tentative. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no issues with us with our landlords. Right. Okay. Okay, so next, mold. Oh, jeez, I forgot <laughs> all about mold. I had to add this because it's an you issue didn't, didn't, I have. You, you got to talk about uh, termites, too. Well, I yeah, sort That's of. That's a problem. So... Let's stick with mold for now. Yeah. So many houses, apartments in Hawaii have mold and landlords will include something in the lease to make it the responsibility of the tenant. If you care that you, you have mold. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I actually am pretty sure it's in my lease. <laughs> oh, you know, that's interesting because the three rules that they have to let you know, mold is not one of them. It is not one of them. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Mm -hmm. So mold... Is the tenant's fucking problem. No, no, it depends on the lease. It depends on the yeah. lease. Make sure you guys look at their lease really close and see what <laughs> it says about mold. I never looked you should on go back a and lease look. for mold. Yeah, you should go back and take a look. Holy crap. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure so mine has something on there that it's my responsibility. What I do know is we had a leak, obviously, and we still have one leak left in the house, but we had like 10 leaks in this fucking house. If you can believe it, this nice house. And we're down to one leak now. And the we told the landlord... You know, th if water's leaking in from the roof, this could create mold. Mm. And she said, oh, no, we can't have mold in the house. That's good. Um, mm. We can talk about what they did with your thing when they had a fix because also properties have termites. So you may be displaced out of your place. Amanda had her roof 
taken off of her bathroom. Well, it pretty much collapsed <laughs> <laughs> before they finally fixed it. Because it was collapsing for over a year yeah, before the they beam, finally fixed the beams, it. Now, mind you, <laughs> me, me and Amanda have nice places. Yeah. I would say we have very nice places and we're very blessed and lucky. Absolutely. There's still huge problems. Like, my lanai is being redone because I couldn't step on it because it, I would have fallen right through because it's so rotted. Right. So they're completely redoing it right now. The problem is, is getting materials and getting people to help to work. There's a lot of problems right now. It's not that the landlords didn't try to get these things done. Right. But you have to be understanding. It's that, a hard time. Yeah, supply chain problems, all these other issues, how much the increase in costs are going to be. Literally, I think my lanai is costing $60,000 to replace. I believe it. It's insane. It's insane. And so I live in the rainforest, and there's obviously a lot of problems that come along with living in a rainforest with the constant rain and humidity and everything. But yeah, so my roof collapsing was from termite damage, and um, yeah, yeah, they let it go about a year or so before they finally fixed it, (laughs) which was ultimately when it literally collapsed. Let's just say that was insane. It was also a little upsetting to me that they didn't offer to pay for me to stay in a hotel while well, it was, was being, being done. done. There's kind yeah. of like figure it out yourself. <laughs> yeah, figure it out yourself. Go stay at your boyfriend's. Go do this. Go do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane, right? Um, so, I mean, I think the, the your landlords, the older couple, they're very nice people. Yeah. And my landlord is, and, and, and her husband, very nice people. But, you know, what contributed to that maybe was the property manager because everything was relied on them to do those things. I think there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect between the owners and the property manager. Yeah. So so you guys might run into that problem too. So sometimes give give these people a break if you come out here and move here. Because I would say I've never had a... uh, Now, I've been lucky then. I've never had a landlord in Hawaii in my 20 plus years that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And that wanted the best for the property and the best for their uh, occupants. But there's a lot of horrible stories out there that people just don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. And most of them live on the mainland and don't give a damn. So you do have to be careful. You've got to be careful. Yeah. Okay, so next problem. And this isn't a huge problem. It's more something to be aware of. Yeah. Houses and apartments in Hawaii are very small compared to the mainland in general. So yes. It, you know, most people, when they first moved here, or a lot of people anyway, can only afford possibly a studio apartment if you're going to be moving in alone and it might be 200 square feet so you just need to be aware you're getting a lot less for a lot more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is sad <laughs> it's a sad sad thing but yeah. you're right yeah you're right and the next oh sorry go ahead no i mean what i'm saying is probably the average and you're talking about a 200 square foot studio but the average home the average one to two bedroom home size are you guys ready this is scary 800 to 1,000 square feet. Mine is a one-bedroom, and it's what, 600 square feet? No, I would say it's... Between I, six I, and seven. Between six. I, you know what? I'm going to say 700. I'm going to say 700. I don't have a lot of indoor space, but I have a lot of lanai or outdoor space, yes. which makes it feel bigger. Yes. But it's a small place, but you know what? It's gorgeous. I mean, my place is really nice. I don't feel like I need more. No, it's perfect for, a, uh, for one person. I would say if I was to live there myself, the only issue I would have, I would change the kitchen area. Oh, I'm yes. I'm a big kitchen person. Of course. The kitchen is the only problem. It's like a... Um, Hallway. <laughs> yeah, it's like a gully. It's like a, it's kind of more like a boat kitchen. It is. Well, you know, it's it's like it, a is. Gully, it is. It's and like it a gully a, kitchen. It has a boat stove. It has a boat <laughs> stove, right. So, I mean, if you could, if they could re- somehow move. Now, this is weird, guys. So, in her place, her closet 
is in the kitchen. Well, it's. I think it was meant to be a pantry, but because it's the only closet in my apartment, right. I use it as a closet, not a pantry. Okay, exactly. So it's kind of a weird thing, but I think if they were somehow or some way you were able to put a closet somewhere else and build out that side for the rest of the kitchen and put a full stove, yada, yada, that would be incredible. That would be great. But the thing Absolutely. is, is you don't have a closet. No. You wouldn't have <laughs> a closet. True. Yeah, that would suck. Okay, so the next one is the same thing. It's not really a problem, but it's really different from the mainland, so you want to be aware of this. Yeah. When you get a rental in Hawaii, you'll likely be sharing the property with other tenants. Oh, yeah. High-density housing is common in some or maybe most areas of Oahu, such as Honolulu, and it's not just condos and high-rise buildings. Many property lots that once held single-family homes now also contain a second, third, and sometimes even fourth cottage squeezed onto the same parcel of land called ohana units yes and attached to the main house or sometimes they're detached and located behind or to the side of the main house and another common shared housing setup is the duplex and we all have these too yep so in hawaii the house has been divided into multiple homes usually one upstairs or downstairs each with their own entrance so not a problem. Just be aware of it because that's not so common on the mainland. Yeah, it's, and it's not going to be like Big Island living. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where, you ha- <laughs> where you're probably on a plantation house. Uh, you have an acre of land, a wraparound lanai, and you're paying $1,000 a month or 1200 or maybe up tops if it's friggin' gorgeous, like mm-hmm. fifteen to 1800 for a gorgeous home, um, you know, plantation-style home on big island so it's completely different than that it's just everything's crunched down here on this island right yeah and when and this is not necessarily we're just talking about oahu overall but i mean we're kind of like talking about just what you have to deal with when it comes to it. You, you, scams can happen to you on big island too right, so, right 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 yeah 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 so all right so we go ahead into uh, rental scams now <laughs> do you want oh, me to be done you, huh do you want me to be done what else you got and again, the ones at the end here, they're not problems. They're more things to be aware of. Yeah. So if the home you're inquiring about does share a building or a lot, your neighbor might very well be your landlord. <laughs> that could be. It's very common here for your landlord to live, you know, in part of the duplex or a house right next to it. Yeah. And, and, and considering about that, if you have a landlord that lives on premises, that's not an issue. The, uh, the issue with that is if you're breaking any of the landlord's rules, that would be more of an issue if yeah. they're on property because they may see you breaking those rules. Well, that's true. And yeah. I mean, let's say, you're... You smoke, let's say you smoke cigarettes or you smoke a cigar and there's no smoking on premises. You may have to get around that somehow. I'm just saying. Yeah. Or it might just be uncomfortable in general, but it's yeah. not a problem. No, it's not yeah. a problem. But I'm just saying now that the landlord is there and they catch you smoking on your lanai, I know that's it's outside. You should be able to do that. Um, they may not like that. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. Um, you might be sharing your property with lots of critters. That is just the Hawaii oh, life yeah, and you can't avoid that. it. That, that's rent. That's <laughs> renting life. I mean, you know, roaches, rats, termites, termites, things like that. You might run into, you might run into that stuff. Centipedes. So we've been attacked by everything this week except a rat. Oh no. So we have a roach. We've had a centipede. You we, did? Since they've been pulling apart the oh, dead wood on the lanai. Oh yeah. Since they've been pulling apart the the lanai, all these critters have been coming out. So yeah, you got to be careful with that. 
And just another thing to be aware of if you are moving to Hawaii to rent for the first time is location is important in terms of the natural disasters that can occur here, whether it's flash floods, tsunamis, hurricanes, and or lava flows. So, yes. you know, just be cognizant of that, especially if you're looking at oceanfront homes. Yes, have a plan and find out if a tsunami has ever hit that area. What do you do if a tsunami does hit? Where's your emergency location to get to uh, higher ground? Things like that. Yep. Yeah. And then lastly, I'm actually not going to go into this one in detail because it's kind of long, but I just wanted to add that here in Hawaii, it's common that your monthly rent might not include all costs and that might be common everywhere. So just be careful with that if there's a lot of add-ons and make sure you know exactly what they are. Parking here in Hawaii, especially if you live in town uh, on Oahu, um, can be a very significant additional cost. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. There's Jeez. things like in Hawaii, we have the GE tax, which is actually included in rent for me and it's included in my monthly rent you gotta cost, be careful of but that you have shit. to be careful you gotta be careful if you yeah. see that yeah because sometimes you know you, you i mean i was hoping or thinking that if you're local that they won't do that to you mm, you know but if you're, if you're big, <laughs> huh i think they do they do yeah so you have to not only so when you look at the rent that's not the real cost right it's going to be you got to add the get tax that, that the landlord's going to charge you on top of it and the landlord might do that for you automatically automatically but you have to check ask Definitely ask. That's something I don't have any written down anywhere, so I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, and then just be careful with utilities. Some include, some don't. Um, If you have a pet, there's often a pet deposit and pet rent tacked onto your rent, which will go over later. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of, um, you know, if you live in the jungle, there's going to be landscaping going on. Just see if that's your responsibility or not. Yep, yep. Um, And parking. So just be careful about all of that. Exactly. That's a lot of stuff to worry about. Yeah, and that concludes it. All right, so we're going to take one more little small break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life and thank you so much for your support. All right, we're back with Rental Scams. This is going to be fun. Yeah. (laughs) Now, this is going to include Craigslist, Zillow, Facebook Marketplaces, and other places like that. Mm -hmm. Scam number one. This scam begins when you find a great-looking property and nothing about it really sticks out as a scam, and the posting looks legitimate. The listing may be lacking a phone number, So you send an email. After a day or two, you receive an email that doesn't look to be written in proper English. (laughs) That's when you know somebody's getting a hold of you from Kenya or something. Who knows where it is? Yeah. The email says something like, the homeowner is out of the country right now, but this person manages the property for them. They then proceed to ask a series of strange questions and give you a long distance number to call to try to get you to wire money to them for the owner that is outside the country at the time to put a deposit down before the property is taken by someone else. These scams feature real pictures, real listings. The scammer saves up a collection of listings including pitches so that the ad looks real. You are even welcome to stop by and drive by the property, the actual apartment or house, to see if you like it yourself. You're just not allowed inside it. You just can't go inside. No, but I mean, I sounds underst- legit, huh? <laughs> I understand how people could be fooled by it. I think people are desperate today. 
Yeah. They and, need to find a property. And if they believe that the owner is really out of the country, guys, just don't fall for this. Don't, don't do fall it. for that shit because we know plenty of people who have. Mm-hmm. It happens. Don't fall for that. That's the scam number one. Scam number two. The scam puts together a pretty good charade to get your money. You find a list listing, either email or call them, and everything seems to be going smoothly. You even take it to the next level and meet the scammer in person at the unit itself. Everything checks out, but they don't let you in the unit or to walk through it. They come up with some excuse that it was being shown by someone else earlier and that they're the ones now with the keys, but the unit is going to be rented out by the end of the day. So sometimes that'll make you flustered. So they request a deposit so you can get the unit before the other people do. You are so worried of losing your chance at the unit, you pull out your checkbook and hand over your deposit. Don't do that. It's horrible. Yeah, if you don't see the unit inside and you don't get to walk around, never feel pressured to uh, hand over a deposit. Because never. it's not legit. No, and another <laughs> thing is, and we're going to talk about it later, when it comes to Hawaii, when you sign lease agreements and all this deposit crap, Landlords and property managers don't ask for deposits here. They ask for first and last month's rent. That's so true. So you, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but they don't do that. So that's something you got to be clear of and you got to understand. Scam number three. Sometimes scams have nothing to do with getting a deposit on a home or condo. These are a different breed of scammers. They want to steal your identity so that they can get your sensitive, you know, personal details for their own malicious purposes. Some of the fake listings entice you to hand over enough personal data so that the scammer can use the unsuspecting individual's bank account information as a social security number. Honestly, this is the worst type of scam when it comes to finding a place to rent because you just don't lose a deposit, you lose your identity. That is so scary. It is. So never, ever turn over sensitive material either over email. No way. Yeah, no way. No way. Okay, too good to be true signs unbelievable price if it looks too good to be true it probably is a four-bedroom house in hawaii kai for rent at a mere two thousand a month is not realistic a four-bedroom home in hawaii kai should be today renting for four thousand a month know your home rent prices in hawaii you gotta know yeah if you don't then you know you're gonna get screwed and that's, I guess, a good reason to start looking early and you'll kind of start to become more familiar with how much costs. average costs of rentals are. Exactly. Wire money requests. Scammers love the wire transfer. Wiring money leaves you little recourse when it's stolen. Too much personal information. Scammers posing as landlords, property managers who ask for too much personal and sensitive information up front are looking to steal your identity oh, is another issue so scary it is very scary suspicious stories if the listing offers a long-winded story about why the apartment is for rent why they can't show it at the time the owner is not in the state that the rental is in it might be a scam if the owner is out of the state that is a possibility but then the rental should be run by a legitimate property manager that you can look up and investigate and they should have an office you can inspect and go to. And you can also look them up on the Better Business Bureau as well, the name of the company. Oh, there you go. You've got to do these things. You have to get these things done. You have to invest. That's sad. It is sad. But you have to investigate. This is for your own, you know, this is for your own safety and your own protection. 
it's sad but you're going to have to do these things especially if you're moving from across the world to a place like hawaii it's true yeah yeah watching for incorrect information descriptions and fake rental postings do not match the listing info with the listings pictures the scammer may use fake street names and a house on hawaii island when it's being rented out on oahu <laughs> it happens sometimes the address given on the advertisement might not even exist uh, also match up everything the house the street the address even go to it see if everything matches up before you take the next step forward yeah it's crazy that you have to do these things but i did these things yeah i did these things now this is probably one of the most bizarre ones you'll have ever heard and it is happening and it is sick and it is twisted. I was shocked to hear this one. Application fees and matching them up with how many have applied for the rental. If you see a Zillow ad for a rental that has over 250 people that have filed for $50 applications and it's still up for rent, that is a huge fucking red flag. For example, you find a two-bedroom plantation home in Kaneohe for $2,500. It's been there for 32 days, but 253 people filed out applications. In those 32 days, may it be a real landlord or a scammer, they just made $12,650 in application fees. Wow. Think about that. That's crazy. They made six times in rent in one month an application fees without ever having to rent it out and they can probably do that for a while before anybody catches on that's six months so they just sick. paid for six months of their rental by just application wow. fees do you so you so, gotta look and the truth is if it's a nice rental in hawaii it's gonna be gone in what a week it'll be gone and yeah it'll be gone it, it should be gone within 14 days yeah it sh and, two that, weeks. and two weeks and that's an, uh, maybe even less now as rentals get you know there's less rentals available so if something's been sitting there for a month, there's something wrong. Yeah. Someone's agreed. making money off application fees. And that's insane. That might not even be their house. Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> wow. They just they just fill out this app, you know, say they send you uh, a PDF file, you fill it out. I don't know how you Venmo the money or, or, or PayPal them it or whatever it may be. And before you know it, they've made twelve thousand dollars and they're out of there. Yeah, they probably have a they PayPal split. link or something. Yeah, they wow. split. Wow. That's insane. The stuff that they're doing today. So always look at how many people have applied for a Zillow location. And how long it, the list has Craig, been Because Craigslist doesn't do this. Oh, So wow. you can't see how many people have filed applications. Okay. So be very careful. What can you do to avoid apartment and house rental scams in Hawaii? Deal locally. When renting a house or apartment, you should only deal with local people you can meet in person. Also, only rent a unit you can see in person. If you let a suspicious apartment pass you by, rest assured that there'll always be another apartment. It's not worth forking over your money over the rare possibility that the owner may truly be on a life-saving mission to save the monk's sails on Midway Island. <laughs> <laughs> if you are not on island, see if you know someone locally that you trust that can check out and inspect the property for you to see if everything is legit. Like us. Yeah, we've been doing that for patrons. Yeah, if you're a patron, we'll do it for you. Talk to the landlord or property manager. 
you have to do these things. If you don't talk to the property manager, you don't talk to the owners, you don't get to see the property, you don't get to into property, scams. Yep. All scams. Guard your money and information. Do not go through with a rental that requires you to wire transfer any money up front without ever seeing the property or meeting the owners or property managers. Don't send your personal information to an email address. Losing a possible property is much easier to deal with than using your identity and bank account. Protect yourself and your money first. Do your research. Always read through every rental post with a critical eye. Remember, scammers are counting on you to not look at the listing closely or to forget something. Research everything the advertisement mentions, including the address, any names. If it's an apartment, investigate the company that owns and manages the building. If you're trying to rent a house, talk to the owner of the house or the management company that is renting the house out for the owner. Mm. Knowledge is power. Renting an apartment or house is not an easy task today and it's getting harder as more scammers are out there trying to steal your money and identity. However, it's still very possible to find an amazing rental in Hawaii once you have the knowledge to know what scams are out there and what to look for. It's best to be suspicious than not to be. It's uh, true. sad. I know, but it's true, right? Yeah, it's sad, but you got to be suspicious. My number one rental scam I see in Hawaii. This... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. This is where scammers take photos of a property off a legitimate Hawaii real estate website and use the pictures in a fake rental ad. They will also duplicate a rental ad already on, let's say, Craigslist, but offer it at a cheaper cost, competing with the original real ad right next to it. That's so weird. It is fucking scary. Because it's the exact same ad, except it's a little cheaper. And of course you're going to click on the cheaper one. Why wouldn't of you? Course, <laughs> of course. You're going you're gonna to click on the cheaper one, and you're going to say, oh, who is this? Who is that? And then before you know it, well, we belong to this place. We belong to that place. Before you know it, the property management place does exist. It is real. Mm -hmm. It's approved by the Better Business Bureau, and it seems all legit. The number's there, yada, yada, yada. So you're getting really close to thinking like this is all legit oh. so you got to be very careful that's why you have to meet them in person you can even say you know i'd like to meet at your property management facility yeah go there and if they're standing outside the building <laughs> you go in the fucking building yeah exactly. you go into the office and ask somebody about them <laughs> <laughs> yeah just don't stand outside the building where the real place is right. make sure you get in there and talk to somebody you know, I remember experiencing a scam just like this uh, when looking for a place in Waikiki. I don't know how many years ago. It was shit. Over 10 years ago. Um, you start asking too many questions. You don't like the answers. You begin to suspect something. The person can't meet you at the property. They can't show you the unit. They ask for a deposit or wire transfer before you see the property. And that'll be, uh, you know, they usually say it'll be rented by the end of the week or the end of the day. If they don't get a deposit from you, they won't be able to hold it for you. Um, that's all bullshit. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm trying that's all bullshit. to remember. Think with me here. Yeah. We have a patron who joined a while back. Was it Andrea? No, well, I think the person who was having issues was Steve. Steve Dewey, I remember. Well, no, that was a long time ago. Th but then he ended up getting a really nice place. But remember we had a patron who was looking in Kaneohe before moving to Eva? Yeah. And oh, shit, I can't remember. Was it Andrea? 
It might it might have been, but I don't so, know. So I'm sorry, you guys. You have to like remind us who you were. I feel like it might have been her. So it was looking at a place in Kaneohe, but I think if I remember correctly, couldn't get inside of it. Like something that sounded a little scary. Yeah, maybe? yeah. Was it legit or was it a bad one? Oh, I don't know. Oh shit. Refresh our memory. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember that. I can't remember if Steve did say. Steve had a scam. They did to have a scam. Yeah. You know, Steve. You know, if you could write about your scam. Uh, on the Patreon-only page. That would be great. We'd like to hear about that because I don't honestly remember it all, but it sounds like a very typical scam that we've been talking about. Or call and leave us a voicemail. Yeah. We'll play it in the yeah. next one. Yes, we haven't had anybody listen, uh, <laughs> uh, leaving messages lately, so please leave a message from our website. Yeah, Mark exactly. doesn't do that anymore. No, Mark doesn't. He doesn't play the ukulele anymore. He doesn't Mark! Do oh, Mark. Really? Maybe he's just too busy selling properties <laughs> over in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so those renting... And this is what we were getting at earlier. Never ask people renting here. Never ask for a deposit to hold something. They don't do that here. That's kind of like, in a way, a bribe here in Hawaii. They would consider that a bribe, kind of in Hawaii. It's kind of weird, but they ask for first and last month's rent. But that's only at the time of the signing of the lease. This deposit bullshit. To hold your spot. If if somebody has asking for a deposit or watch it's all bullshit. There's no deposits here in Hawaii. I've never had to give a deposit on my life. Well, and there's no need for it because if you don't get the place, there's five thousand other people who want yeah. it. I'm exaggerating, but my point is there's so many people in line behind you. Yeah, it's like they're doing <laughs> it's like they're doing you a fucking favor. No one's doing you a favor. No, I know. No, do you hear what I'm saying? But that's oh, the attitude. You, you know, I really like you. If you give a deposit, I'll hold it for you and not the other people that came before you. Yeah. No, that doesn't shit that shit doesn't happen. They don't do that. No, so when if someone gives it to you, someone gives it to you, you pay first and last month's rent of the signing of the lease, and that's the end of it. And by the way, that's how it works here. You have to pay first in last month's rent up front. So if it's a $2,500 property a month, you're giving them five grand. Right. That's the end of it. Okay. Okay. So you let's get that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So major warning signs. They ask you to wire or send money through payment apps like Venmo, PayPal, yeah. Cash App, all that bullshit. And it's a shame because that's so common now, but you don't want to do that here. You no. don't want to do that for a rental. Absolutely not. It's too easy to scam you. Yeah. They are ready to make a deal with no background information. <laughs> yeah, that does not happen. <laughs> it just doesn't. They don't want druggies or whatever else in their properties. They don't want people with, you know, records, things like that. So they're not going to just, oh, yeah, you seem like a good person. Come on in. And even no. further than that, they want your income information. They, they want to know that you can afford rent. They want to know you have a job. Yeah. Exactly. They want you to sign to send money before you see the property. Not going to happen. Yeah, that's not real. No, it's not. Just not. They ask for a deposit to hold the property for you. No. You just explained that. I just explained that. It's not happening. Protecting yourself. Compare rent around to other rentals in the area. Mm-hmm. So you know the price of the area. Yeah. Do not rely solely on email to contact the owner and be weary of foreign telephone numbers. Yeah, if the number's from Taiwan. In my case, it's real. I See? know. So that's the thing that makes that's it tricky. Problem. When you're in Hawaii, there are a lot of... Our landlord, yeah. half the year sometimes, lives in Taiwan. And but we know this, though. Obviously, yeah. we know this. But if originally... Like, there may be people in Japan that own properties here. Yeah. That, you know, you have to... It's the way it is. It's, it's totally legit. <laughs> 50% of the people don't live on island that own properties here. But... Be careful, though. It's also a chance it's a scam. It, it is. It is. This is a good one. And you should do this. 
conduct a reverse image search of the photos and the ads to see where else these images are being used. Mm. You can go to tinei.com, T-I-N-E-Y-E.com, or, I can't even pronounce this, so I'm just going to say it, L-A-B-N-O-L dot org slash reverse slash. Now that is the Google reverse image lookup. Oh, and those are backslashes. Backslashes. Yes, sorry. So these sites will let if you put the if you if you take the image, put it on your computer, put it on these sites, it will reverse it and show all the places that it's at. That's amazing. You'll see real ads, you'll see fake ads, you'll see where all the pictures are. Now if all the pictures are in locations where it's legit, the place is probably legit. But if you're seeing images under fake ads and the way they've been used before and how long ago they've been used, you get a good idea of what's going on. And you shouldn't see it popping up like every other month. Like if, no. if somebody's really living there, yeah, exactly. it shouldn't always be available. No. And the history of the photo will tell you a lot. You just click on the image wherever the images come up and it'll show what's going on. Is it an ad? Is it somebody's real house? What's going on there? Oh. So it's going to be very helpful oh, to you guys. That's useful. It's very useful. Okay, so we're going to get into roommates in Hawaii, and then we're going to end the podcast, and we're going to continue part two next week because this is a long one. We're already yeah. we're already in it. We're already hour in. We were planning to do this all in one show, yeah. and then we realized it will be like three plus hour show if we were to do. Oh, that. is it crazy? So two, two plus hours. Maybe show two. At least. Maybe two. We'll yeah. see because I added a section to the end too. Ooh. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but because this is a free show, yeah, yeah we're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to head into roommates in Hawaii and then we'll end the show. All right. Okay. When it comes to roommates in Hawaii, you must have a realization that more than likely these roomies are transient, meaning either they come from somewhere else and moved to Hawaii or won't be in Hawaii for long. Or at some point, depending on how long they have been in the current rental situation, may be moving to a different location. And that's just the norm here. It's completely true. You just have to have the realization. I mean, Amanda has seen that concerning military personnel where she's made uh, deep connections and relationships with people. And I have two and then they leave. And not just military. Some uh, of them. Okay, some people just, yeah. what, what is it, what, they just decide to leave? I think a lot of people just, you know, when you live here and you realize it's not what you <laughs> expected. Yeah, it's beautiful, but it's hard. It's hard. Um, being away from family. Was you got to work it. You got to work it every day. Yeah, well, being away yeah. from family was one reason that a good friend moved back too. That can so, be hard too. Yeah. Especially if you have, you know, you're going to be an auntie or an uncle and, you know, yes. you, yeah, and stuff like that. You want to be there for the young ones your brother your sister yada yada but uh yeah there's many reasons why people may leave some people just can't make it that too yeah <clears throat> you'll need to accept these different situations once you do you'll be able to understand your roommates better so you can communicate compromise and respect each other's personal situations um i have a very hard time with this <laughs> oh boy <laughs> no i i mean <laughs> Before I even get into this, I have a very hard time dealing with roommates. Oh, me too. That's just, why I just, live alone. <laughs> right. Okay. So if it's family, which I live with now, yeah. I, I'm okay with it. But when it, when I had roommates for many times in Hawaii before, when I was younger here, I, I um, now, if anybody knows me personally, I like things the way I like things. You think? I, <laughs> I like things where things are. I like, I, I, I can remember if the label is in the front of the cabinet or the back of the cabinet. 
it's sick. I'm sick in the head sometimes. <laughs> so if you've come into my cabinet and you've taken my peanut butter and moved it and the Skippy is not facing me anymore, someone touch my fucking peanut butter. <laughs> oh I'm going to get pissed. Some people are like that. You have to deal with roommates like that. So yeah. that's the type of thing, but we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. But I'm just saying, I'm probably not the person to room with. No, I struggle. <laughs> I'm not like that, like you are, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I love people, but yeah. I'm just, when it comes to my living situation, I'm a super private person and I yeah. need my alone time. I just, I'm not good at that. I agree thing. with you on that. Yeah. I agree with you on that. You know, you want to be able to take your clothes off and walk around the house naked if you want. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. That's I'm, not what I meant. <laughs> Well, me too. I, I actually uh, like to do that. No, I like to just, I just let let it hang in the wind and just quite, kind of walk around the house. Okay. That's your interpretation <laughs> of what I said. What I meant is I just need that quiet downtime. I I, I'm just fooling but around. But okay. I'm just fooling around. But yeah, I, you know, I just, I'd like that. I do like that privacy too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the do. privacy. Okay. So we find there are six main reasons why people move to Hawaii. This is all about roommates, by the way, and we're not saying that roommates are bad. There are amazing roommates, there are different roommates, and there are like satanic roommates. You just don't know which one you're going to get, yeah. is what I'm saying. Okay, six main reasons why people move to Hawaii. To make a dream come true is the number one. Number two, to live the Hawaii lifestyle. Number three, they are getting away or running away from something. Number four, they move because of a job or an opportunity. Number five, they move because of a partner. Number six, they move to Hawaii blindly or on a whim. These things happen. It's true. It's and actually a great list. Yeah. I don't know what else there would be other than like moving here because of the military, but that kind of goes into opportunity and job maybe. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I know people who fall into each of these. Uh, I agree. And I do too. Which one do you fall under? Well, moving to Hawaii was my dream. Mine too. But I feel like I also... A job opportunity. Also number two... Also number four. So you weren't running away from anything? I wasn't running away, but I was ready for a fresh start. Oh, that could be included in that one. Yeah. Like to get away from maybe the lifestyle, the weather that you were in. Yeah. 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 So maybe in a way, many of these can apply to many people. Yep. Yeah. All right. No matter the reason, many roommates just won't be like you. Some will have completely different schedules. Some will be morning persons. Some will be night owls. It will be something you will need to accept and live with if you plan on affording rent at a low cost. Because rent is going to come in low if you're living with other people because you're essentially, sick and twisted as it may sound, your rent is low because you're really only renting out your bedroom. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. That's your private space. Everything else in the house is public. True. So, you know, if you can get rent for 800 to $1,000 to 1200 that's essentially renting for the bedroom. That's just the way it's going to be. And if you have a master with your own bathroom, that rent is going to go up. Yeah, but that is nice. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> it is nice to have your own bathroom because dealing with other people I'm like your in mom. a bathroom is hell. I'm like your mom. I don't like to share my bathroom. I mean, it's okay to share it with people who I'm close I to. Don't, I, don't, I don't either. But I don't, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. You may need to ask for permission to do things now. And I have a very hard time with that personally. <laughs> and you may have to deal with people you don't know coming into your home like your roommates friends or their boyfriends or their girlfriends 
These situations can all create contention. So you must be mentally prepared to deal with this when living with roommates. Now, does this happen everywhere with roommates? Yes. But we want to dig into details about Hawaii because Hawaii is different because it's a melting pot. And you have such a variety of people that live in Hawaii. I'll be honest with you. You don't know what the fuck you're going to get. Yeah, no, it's true. And of course, this is assuming that you are moving here alone and you don't have a roommate that you know already. Yes, This yes. is just picking you're, random people. <laughs> this this would be as if you were going on Craigslist and you would pick what's what it says is looking for a room, which means you would be in with roommates, but you would be taking one of the bedrooms. Right. Yeah, because that's essentially, you're not looking up home or condo or anything because you're looking to be with roommates so you can save rent. And most people who first move here, they need to. They need to save rent until they make it, they're making it, and then they can move out. And maybe after a year when they have a good job and they feel they, they can do this on their own or maybe they're dating someone already and maybe they move in together and have a partner, things like that. Yeah, of course, if you move here with somebody you trust you have to and deal with like, this. then it's a much better situation. You don't have to deal with this. Now, a crazy thing about that, and it's not we're not talking about this anywhere in the podcast, but I'm glad you brought it up. A lot of couples, they come here, they have these great plans, great ideas, and I'm not saying it's ever going to happen to you or anyone else. The couples break up. No, it, it's part happen. of life. It's yeah. part of life. And they and then they have to go off on their own and find their own places. Maybe one will leave Hawaii or maybe they both stay, but they go their own ways. And what's interesting is typically when couples move here, it's one person that really wants it. Like it's their yeah. dream and the other one's just kind of like, okay, settling. I kind of went along with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one that, like one of the reasons you come with your partner. Exactly. It might not be, I know people that Hawaii wasn't even on a bucket list to visit. And they've exactly. come to Hawaii. Yeah, and they've come to Hawaii with their partner. And there's people who just don't like Hawaii. I'm I'm always shocked to that, but because because me and you love Hawaii. Yeah. But someone may like really hate it. It's like true. they 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 miss the big city, or they miss this, or they miss that, and they miss their family, and they them and their partner break up, and they leave Hawaii. Yeah. And it's just the partner that was really the one who had the dream to come. Exactly. And the other one just kind of went along because yep. they love them, you know. Yes. Yeah. Let's dig deeper into roommate issues that I have been a part of or witnessed. The food fighters. Oh boy. When it comes to food in the cabinets and fridge and other household items, there needs to be ground rules. Label your food. I know it's sad, but you might have to be doing this. Maybe label your food. Maybe have your own cabinet, right? I think that's a great idea to split it up, split up the kitchen space. Yeah, yeah. Have your own cabinets, maybe your own section of the fridge. You can also have the option of getting your own mini fridge to only hold your items. True. You can put that in the kitchen or you can put it in your own bedroom. And it sounds crazy, but with the cost of food here in Hawaii, oh, if you don't shit. live here, you don't understand. I mean... There's wars that take yeah, place now. Yeah. <laughs> There's wars taking place. Don't touch my fucking peanut butter. <laughs> because you know what's going on with that. Someone's putting a spoon in that shit. Ew. And it's disgusting, dude. You know, and if so you're a germaphobe like me, that just doesn't fly. Listen, I've, <laughs> you know, we can get into this. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but I had a past roommate. I used to drink milk. Obviously, I'm only down to coconut milk now. I used to drink milk. I caught my roommate chugging down my milk. Ew out of the fridge with his fucking mouth ew how many times did he do that before i caught him probably a lot okay so i know it's gross but you guys know this stuff happens so be careful out there maybe take turns buying common items every month like toilet paper paper towels washing detergent dish soap 
trash bags, etc. You have to do that because that's going to become a huge problem. It's actually a problem here in my household. I don't do it. Oh, you don't? I'm a fucking... I, uh, listen, I do everything I you can. You do a lot, though. I do everything I can, but the one thing I don't do... To go to Costco. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't go to Costco. You know what? I'll be honest with you. The, one of the reasons... I just can't... I, there's too many people in Costco. I agree. So I need to go get a th- bunch of toilet paper. I need to get a bunch of paper towels and bring it to the house. Jeff's usually going to Costco and doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he puts up with it because he, he, he tells me about how horrible it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I need to do that better. I've never been, that's the one thing out of being a roommate that I don't do well. And there should be turns to where people buy all the products. Like every month, someone should take rotations. Yeah. That's the right thing to do. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not good at that. (laughs) Uh, There is a guarantee one of your roommates is a scrub. Just pay attention of how much you have, of what you have. And if you see it disappearing faster than you're eating it, like your peanut butter, your eggs, milk, or bag of chips... Have a discussion with your roommates on keeping their hands off your shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I, you know, sometimes you listen, if they are taking your shit, there's no reason to respect them at this point because they've already disrespected you. They know that's, they know they didn't buy those Doritos. No, it's It's someone's Doritos and it's not theirs. I just, I haven't had a roommate since like my twenties, my early twenties, mid twenties. And it just like brings back so much. It's making me laugh. It's a fucking nightmare. It's yeah. a fucking nightmare. This is another nightmare. The roommates that don't pay rent. <laughs> well, that's a huge problem. Okay. Well, listen to these ones. Your roommate's girlfriends are visiting again. This is the third weekend in a row. Don't they realize it's a small space? This home is very small. Listen to them fuck the last three weekends. It's getting annoying. Oh, no, I mean, sometimes people can't put up with this shit. Sometimes you just need to pull your roommates aside and speak to them ask if this is the norm you know before you moved in and if it was will it remain the norm now that you moved here if so will you be able to do the same thing and have your boyfriend or girlfriend over do you know what i mean well if they're doing it then yeah you can do it well it's good to do it this way because you're not really causing too many issues because see the problem is is when if, if you have roommates that have been doing this for a year or two years it's not like you can just bust in and blow up the party you can't just say, oh, no, you can't have your girlfriend over every weekend and make all this noise all night next door. Because, you know, the, you, okay, why I said about the fucking, and let's be honest about it, the rooms are very thin. There's no insulation. There's in no insulation. Hawaii, Hawaii houses. Yeah, yeah and the true. bedrooms are usually up against each other. You're going to hear it. I'm sorry. It's true. So sometimes you've got to be quiet about it in some houses unless you're like you. You're on your own. You know, you don't have to deal with people. But if you get roommates and you've got to deal with this, Sometimes you do have to be considerate and think of the other people in the house. You know, you got to do that sometimes. And I think some people just don't do that. If you like your quiet time, maybe you can discuss developing a schedule that works for everyone so no one is uncomfortable. But the realization is you better compromise or things could go south real fast. Especially if they have been living there a long time. You know, that's one of the major issues. Because especially if they've been there a year long and we just talked about this. You can't just run in and out, tell them what to do. You just can't do that. And that is one of the problems I've always had. I tend to tell people what to do. Yeah, you think? (laughs) You definitely do. I have a strong personality. Is that what you call it? Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. Mm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Maybe just tell your roommates to let you know when their friends, boyfriends, or girlfriends are coming over or staying for the weekend so there are no surprises. 
That way, it'll give you some time to prepare so you don't feel so uncomfortable about it. That's something probably good to do. Yep. Ah. The Pigmates. You are, this is bad because I've experienced this. I don't, I'm, and, and when's the last time you had roommates? In my mid-twenties. Okay. You're coming to realize there's a fucking pig, a disgusting slob of a being living with you. They leave unwashed dishes piling up in the sink, or even worse, under their bed. And now roaches are showing up for the buffet of leftovers. Maybe they never clean the shower, or pick up their hair after a good brushing, or even worse. Okay. The toilet continues to be left with crap and piss all over it. <laughs> you are a clean freak and about to have an anxiety attack. You can't live like this. <laughs> it's time for a sit-down meeting with all your roommates. And if this, ha if this is already happening, then the other roommates have already accepted your pigmate. This is like reminding me of college dorm room <laughs> discussion. Jeez. Oh, when it comes to living with roommates, there are standard rules when it comes to shared spaces. And those spaces such as the kitchen, the living room, and the bathroom are to remain clean and roommates should take weekly turns cleaning them. Create a task list and schedule a rotation between roommates. Whatever works. Now, what I think is the best thing to do is get a day one one day a week maybe a sunday afternoon for everybody in the house to clean the house so it can get done in an hour or two just do it all together in one day yeah that's good don't go giving one person or the other because if that if because at some time that pig mate has to clean the house you don't want him cleaning the house or you don't <laughs> want her cleaning the house so you want to do it all together you want to show them how to clean you hear what i'm saying okay because they've probably never done that before oh my gosh <laughs> Do you not believe that there's people who are just complete disgusting pigs? I don't know. It just sounds like a, like, I don't know, teenager slash early 20-year-old okay. thing. Okay, I hate to tell you. Conti? Your name calling! I'm sorry. He's my best friend from back home, but I'll tell you, I've experienced his single living before. Really? Now, he had roommates. Well, I can't say single living. Well, he wasn't with anybody, but he had roommates. And I would go into his kitchen and I would try, first of all, first of all, I would try to find a place to have breakfast at his table. There was no open space on this table. It was covered with jackets. It w shoes. Okay, but that's not disgusting. Like shoes were on the kitchen table with mud on them. Okay, that's there was, weird. There was, there, was, there was a smoke pipe. There was empty beer bottles. You go to the sink. You can't put anything in the sink. You can't even wash your hands because literally where the sink comes down, where the water comes out, the dish was up to that. But how old was he then? Oh, he was in his... 20s? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He was in his late 20s. I don't are like you telling me you're not going to have roommates that are in their 20s? No, I mean, young people... That's what I'm thinking. This discussion's for, like, young people. Yeah, yeah but listen, sometimes if you're in your 20s and you never get told that's wrong, you may go into your 30s like that. <laughs> no, there's pigs that are in their 30s. This, okay. This, uh, this, uh, there's pigs that are in their 50s and 60s. Trust anyway. me. They exist. Okay, continue. The lifestyle shocker. You begin your new roommate experience realizing that your roommate or roommates may not fit your lifestyle. You just move in. Maybe they're jocks that watch sports all day. So reading a book on the sofa on Football Sunday will probably be out of the question for you. So no relaxing on the sofa on Sunday while it's raining out. Maybe you have a musician that plays guitar at night and you go to bed early. Maybe you have a punk for a roommate that wears black all the time, paints his nails and lips black, and listens to death metal, walking around the house with his earplugs in. You can't even talk to the guy. Maybe you got introverts. Maybe you got a guy from Boston that drinks beers and swears all day. 
Or maybe you have roommates that are loud, obnoxious, burp and fart. Maybe you have gay roommates. Maybe you have transgender roommates. You may be somewhat concerned or uncomfortable. You think you're pretty normal and chill and you don't hang out with these types of lifestyles and feel sharing a living space together may be strange. Now, when it comes to the other issues we've already discussed so far, there are clear issues and things that can be changed or fixed. But how do you deal with people being who they are? You simply need to treat your roommates as you would want to be treated yourself. You can't tell them to change who they are. Perhaps try to seriously get to know them, have deep conversations with them. Don't shut them down until you hear their stories. If after you hear them and you still can't deal with them, that's your problem. So you may have to move. It's going to be your problem. If there is one thing you can't do when it comes to roommates is to dictate to people on who they are and who they choose to be. And yes, and that's a problem from college all the way to having roommates into your 30s and 40s. I do feel like, you know, the more time you are out here living in Hawaii, you're going to start to meet people who are like-minded and you click with and then you could potentially move in with those people yes you get to know them and then you know you also go through the process of with exactly what you just said maybe you get into a a situation where you do feel maybe uncomfortable for a year you're gonna have to deal with it maybe you'll stay in your room more maybe the roommates that you have you just don't click with it's unfortunate but you don't click with well try to get to know them and if you still don't click with them maybe with the people that you're talking to outside the bubble of your rental you can make a deal or make a plan to maybe move in with them once your lease is up yeah with people you get more along with maybe you'll you know start dating somebody oh, yeah. and it'll get serious or maybe you'll meet people at work who you just really click with or yeah. just in you know through friends and it could happen yeah, yeah. and, and it's then funny, you'll get to trust them and it's funny you mentioned that because i think something that i've noticed here is because of the situation with the cost of rent and the cost of living you may be dating someone for six months and you say, you know, the best thing economically is to move in with you. True. But it may not be the right thing for the relationship yet. Right. And it can hurt the relationship. So be very careful if you make a decision. Maybe maybe you're in, you know, maybe six months in, you're like in this you know, love dove thing. And, and then you're like, oh, you know, we should move in together. Yeah, yeah. Give it a little more time because that could hurt the relationship. And I know people do that because financially it's a smart thing to do. Yeah. But emotionally and physically for the relationship, it may not be. So be careful with that. Yeah. All right. The lazy fuck. There is always that roommate that doesn't do shit. He's lazy. Works only enough to pay his $800 a month rent. Doesn't clean much. Doesn't pay for much. And when you all plan on watching the Super Bowl... Him or her doesn't pull their money to get pizza and beer for everyone. What happens if you want to get a new TV? Or you want to get a new couch because it's worn out? Well, he's not pitching in. Yeah, but how does that even work? Because then when you move out, move out and go your separate ways, shouldn't somebody own it? Somebody would own it or maybe somebody would buy it out from the rest of the roommates. Uh, okay. That's how that would work. So the issue with that is, is how do you deal with a type of roommate that does that i wouldn't i'll be really honest yeah. i probably wouldn't <laughs> blindly live with roommates that i didn't know very well and trust well, i'm just that kind of person well that's the only reason why we're actually getting into this because if you have a good roommate there's no reason to talk about any yeah, of these things yeah. but we're talking like oh i get it 
I just wouldn't do it. This could happen in Hawaii. It could happen. And, and, and for a 20-something or early 30-something, you're probably going to move here blindly, rent a room, in, and you're going to get into a situation with your roommates who are already established and have a foundation in that property. Yeah. So you have to be ready to deal with these no, people. No, I totally get it. Yeah. I'm just saying for me, I didn't move here until my late 30s and I was able to afford living alone. <laughs> well, one of the one of the issues here is how are you? Are you more commanding? Do you want to take control of the situation? Because what I found out in Hawaii, especially with having roommates, like the pigmate and like the lazy fuck, your roommates who are already there have already accepted the situation that that one particular roommate in your household is that person. Yeah. And they have let it go. And you're moving into the situation. And you're moving now into the situation. They've already accepted that they make a mess or they've already accepted they don't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about that? I think you need to sit down with your other roommate and say, you know, you all have been taken advantage of and we need to make some ground rules for the three of us. Let's say if you have four roommates. Sure. The three of us and figure it out. Like if he's not going to pay for the, he or she's not going to pay to help for the couch or pay for the new TV so we can watch Super Bowl and, and watch movies on the big screen then maybe they need to contribute more to maybe toilet paper or maybe they need to get more paper towels this month or maybe they need to get more washer detergent. Because let me tell you, washer detergent in Hawaii is fucking expensive. So put together a contract (laughs) on paper (laughs) and sign it. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Okay, now we get to the last one. The druggie. I'm sorry, it's true. And they don't have to be like a real druggie, but listen, listen to this out. Maybe one or more of your roomies are smoking pot. Perhaps it's their friends, or their boyfriends, or their girlfriends. Now, how much control do you have over that? You have to go to the person who let them in the house, right? Maybe they smoke just cigars or cigarettes. Or maybe they're only using e-cigs or just doing pot gummies. Maybe they just love their whiskey. But what if they're doing something illegal? Maybe some people don't have an issue with some of those things, but others might. Especially if someone is doing something illegal or allowing those who don't live under your roof to bring illegal substances to your home. This is a problem and should be addressed immediately. You'll need to sit down and talk to the roommates you have an issue with concerning drugs under your roof. Honestly, if you have issues with gummy bears or drinking, they are really lower level concerns as they're not directly affecting you. However, if they get drunk when they drink, then that's a different story. I mean, if it's a chronic problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you're just sitting there having a glass of whiskey or a beer here and there, that, you know, that shouldn't be a problem. And there shouldn't be any problem with someone sitting on the couch with you having a gummy bear. Yeah, because it's not bothering you. Um, However, when it comes to smoking anything, legal or not, this can be a great concern as under many rental laws in Hawaii... There is no smoking of any substance within the property. If there's an issue with smoking on premises, there should be an agreement not to smoke anything under the roof. Meaning your roommates, if your roommates wish to smoke something, they need to go outside to do it. Absolutely. And it's just disgusting when your apartment smells like stale smoke. I agree with you. I'm allergic to that smell. I mean, I could smell the second I walk in. I agree with you. Like I used to, I I, I do enjoy a cigar once in a while. I used to smoke cloves. They smell like you're in church, but still people don't always like the smells. And I never would smoke inside. Because if you're smokers who have smoked all the lights, they don't realize one Cigarette, one cigar, one clove cigarette inside the house. That's it. The drape, the, the drapes are done. Yeah, you're the, you're bedding the, the walls, couch. 
everything is going to smell. Your clothes. Yeah, it's just, you know, I wish just people would have more respect when it comes to those things. Uh, when it comes to doing illegal drugs, you have a right not to deal with that. If you can prove someone is doing something illegally, take pictures and bring it to your roommate first. Let them know you have pictures of the illegal drugs and you don't feel safe while they do these drugs under your roof and ask them to stop. Give them some time to clean up. If they don't, over a few days, approach them again and say if they don't stop, you'll need to go to the landlord or property manager about the use of illegal drugs on premises. That should stop them. If not, you have no choice but to follow up on your threat. And, and you've gave them a couple of options. If they're doing crack or they're doing, you know, doing cocaine or anything, you do not have to deal with that. Yeah, it's wrong. I mean, if you have people under your roof doing crack or opiates or something like that, those are so highly addictive. They're not going to, likely, they're not going to be able to just stop because you have a conversation with them. They probably have an issue. You're probably going to have to do And they probably need some it. help. Now, you know about my story downstairs. Uh, so, well, I know that you had some we roommates. Had a problem. I don't know stories about it. Yeah, so we had roommates downstairs from our property because we are staying in a large home that has an Ohana unit downstairs. And our past people that live down there, um, they were drug addicts. So they would be up all night banging stuff, breaking stuff. We told the landlord again and again, they're making a mess down there. There's yelling and screaming and all this. They all left the house. Now... I did this, and, you know, I'm okay with it. They left the door wide open. They left the house and left the door. I walked in, and I took pictures of everything. Oh my God. They had drugs out everywhere. I was surprised. And right away, I sent all the pictures to the landlord. They were evicted. Yeah, good. I could not believe that they were so drugged out that they left all their drugs out. Like yeah. in usually the bedrooms, be, in the kitchen table. Usually and the, they'd be paranoid, yeah? You would absolutely think with all the drug use they were doing. You know, it was kind of just, it was shocking to me. I mean, I knew there was something wrong. I didn't know it was anything close to that. Wow. But I, I wouldn't, obviously I wouldn't have went in if the door wasn't open. Right, of course. You know, I knocked. I said, anybody here? No one's here. I walk in. I didn't have to walk in far. I just looked at the coffee table in front of the couch, and I saw pipes, I saw this, I saw that. I saw things I shouldn't have seen. I would have been concerned if the door was wide open and nobody's responding. I'd be concerned Somebody that somebody's died. like unconscious. Or, Seriously, yeah. it's insane. But anyway, so yeah, so just know you don't have to deal with drugs. The other things, there's compromise. There's always compromise. Right. So hopefully these words of advice will help you uh, when dealing with bad roommates in Hawaii. And like we said, if you have good roommates, there's nothing to go over. Yeah, there yeah, isn't. Right? All right. Okay. So we are going to end this another free podcast and we'll be back for part two of Renting in Hawaii. That is going to be a patron only show. Pets. Having pets and renting in Hawaii as well as some of the best websites and places to find rentals in Hawaii. Yes. And we're going to go over all the Hawaii laws on rentals and uh the way rent increases happen and just kind of let you know your rights yeah as a tenant um, as a tenant and and, yeah. and then i added 
one extra part, which is just some tips to help you yeah, I'm sure find we... a rental in Hawaii that I found in an article that I want us to go over because it was interesting. I actually agree with a lot of them, but some of them I don't agree with at all. So I wanted us to discuss. Yeah. And the pets thing is really important too, because a lot of people do want to move here with their pets and they, there's a lot of issues with renting and having pets here in Hawaii and it's very limited so whatever rentals are available there's even less available with with animals but we're gonna get through the nitty-gritty and let yeah. you guys know what's up it is tricky yeah um, so we'll help you out with that so that is gonna be a patron only so if you're interested in listening to that and learning about the rest of renting in Hawaii and yeah. you're not a patron yet come join us yeah come join us come join us please <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, so we're going to end this podcast with Ayaterra Livacation. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Shoot. All right.
you speak of Allah, it's all the above. The, all the good, yeah? So that office is a right way range. Aloha. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha. Be Pono, be righteous. Yeah. 